It's time once again for another chapter of The Rich Heart Show, broadcasting live around the world from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta. And now, please welcome your host, international business dynamics coach, real estate broker, and wealth finance and people consultant, Rich Hart. Hey, welcome back to the Rich Hart Show. It's great to be back. Rich Casanova, thank you very much. And the audience, Foster, and the audience out here, too, as well. And today, I have special guests with me, Pastor Steve Santos from the Haiti and Dominican Republic North Star sectors themselves. Uh, today, we'll be talking about the mission of your business. And Steve, what you've done, of course, welcome to the program, Steve. Say hello out there. Hey. <laughs> That's what we need. Right <laughs> Steve, today we're going to be talking about the mission of children, family, and faith in such a faraway land. Um, and as we go through a little bit about Steve, and I'm going to actually have you fill in the blanks there. But Steve, a pastor, as a function of various leadership roles, he's a senior pastor who has planted many churches here in the United States and abroad. Uh, of course, what we're talking about, Haiti and the Dominican today. And then he's a president and founder of Hosanna Helping Hands, a nonprofit organization that supports various schools and ministries nationally and internationally. So Steve, again, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for coming in today. Hey, thanks for having me again, man. Hey, Steve, it's a who, pleasure to be tell, here. Tell the audience themselves who Steve Santis is. Tell us a little bit about Steve. Uh, Steve was born uh, in, in Haiti, actually. Um, he moved to Florida when he was about 16. I'm speaking of third. Uh, <laughs> Come on back to pr first person out here. <laughs> uh, but I left Haiti. Uh, I was 16, and I, I did not want to go back. I left. Uh, I left for good, you know. What was uh, that time frame, Steve? What, uh, um, this time? was uh, 1986 when I left. Um, but still, uh, Haiti, uh, Duvalier had just left, and uh, my parents did not want me to go back, and neither did I, because Haiti is a place uh, where dreams actually die even before they begin. I understand. So uh, we left, uh, and, and, and I've studied here. I've studied engineering. I've studied uh, theology, and uh, I'm also uh, a teacher. I've, I've taught math, English. Uh, I'm also a Bible professor. Good. Uh, so Steve is... So it sounds, sounds a well-rounded individual, <laughs> without a doubt. But Steve, you know, what, I, what really intrigued me, we had the opportunity to meet uh, when we were doing mission uh, out in Haiti all right, several, several weeks ago. I don't think that's just about a month, month and a half ago. A uh, very unique opportunity to see um, the lands of Haiti. Already, I had been out there, and um, we're working with the North Star folks on south. And I had the opportunity to meet you and meet your wife Esther, darling, darling, and your whole entourage out there of folks that are helping and supporting what you do out there for your ministry, ministry efforts. Um, Steve, what I really want to talk about is this journey and this journey of, of leadership. Um, everything that you've done, how you've dived into and received this calling out there to um, develop everything that you're doing in Haiti right now. Um, I think our studio is, you know, our audience themselves really wants to know a little bit more about this journey um, and what brought you back to Haiti. Um, the Lord. <laughs> Good. Super. <Sure. laughs> Good. Uh, I, I always knew uh, somehow I'd be in Haiti doing something. I was 19 when I uh, had a hint uh, that this would happen. But really, I kind of put it in the back of my mind. Uh, again, I did not want to go back to Haiti. But the earthquake of 2010 right. uh, really uh, changed my mind about that. You know, as I went to uh, Haiti through the Dominican Republic, because there was no flight at the time. Uh, as I got there and uh, got engaged uh, in uh, helping uh, the people, and you know, my my heart just melted. I just I 
couldn't see myself leaving. Right. Um, so I've, 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 since I've been there, I've been helping. So tell us about it, that, that helping. is You just can't sit back and do nothing nowadays, okay? Uh, after 2010, all right, which was a, there was a tremendous amount. I mean, I just recently came back, and there's still a tremendous amount of de- de- uh, devastation of needs, out there. Yeah, uh, certainly, absolutely. Dynamite needs out there. Um, why? What's, going, what's, what's the development? What, what are you putting in place here? Let's talk about this journey and some of the things themselves you'd like to really create and develop and what you're doing out there from the missionary work. Well, um, you, you can imagine uh, people already uh, who was poor. Uh, suddenly there was an earthquake uh, killing uh, about 300 uh, people. A lot of people uh, got uh, displaced and country was, was, was a mess, actually. So we came in and we, we with some organizations, we provided uh, food and shelter uh, for a number of people. In fact, I had um, uh, gone to a place of mm, that's called Desaline. Right. Uh, had charge of a foundation there. Good. Um, it was a 40-year-old foundation, kind of dying at the time. So we were able to uh, help them get back to uh, to normal. Revive the efforts of the foundation. Absolutely. Again, feeding, educating uh, young kids. There's a need to make a change out there. And um, I think we, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, and a lot of individuals themselves really don't know or are not privy to unless you had the opportunity to experience. Absolutely. And I'm glad I had the opportunity to experience several weeks ago. I'm so happy you, you came as well. I always tell people, you got to come. Come and see. Without a doubt. Um, but the philosophy already of the foundation, your philosophy going forward, uh, the need to make this change. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, as I was uh, in Desilin, I noticed that uh, our philosophies were not the same. Um, so I left. I uh, in what regard, though? You know, when you talk, you, we broad scope philosophy, but the philosophies down there of helping and got especially after two thousand ten. Yeah, um, I want to shy away from kind of talking badly about another organization. No, of course, not. But, no, of course. Uh, there are such organizations in Haiti uh, that's uh, really profiting uh, the kids. Uh, right. They. Uh, pretend they're really helping the kids but really uh, that's not the case uh, right exactly um, and so uh, the philosophies was not the same so I kind of pulled away and and uh, went back to a place called Quarebuque okay and there we uh, uh, we began to help people again good superb actually when I got there to where we are currently um, and heard people calling my name I didn't even know they knew me right exactly so it happened that this is three years now after the earthquake uh, that uh, I was recognized. In fact, there's a story, a story about a, a little girl. Sarah. Sarah. Tell, me, tell, tell our listeners about the story because that, that was a story that really pulled and tugged in the heartstrings uh, of my heart. When we got there and uh, many kids uh, surrounded us um, and, and suddenly uh, – uh, again, they were calling my name, and I asked them, how did they know my name? Right. And I said, well, you've been here. You've helped us. You've, In fact, you have a daughter here. I said, I have a who here? <laughs> Young Sarah. Sarah was two days old after the earthquake, dying. And so when we got there, we took her and the mom. We were able to uh, get him some help. Uh, and and thank, thank God, the help of the doctors. So uh, Sarah was able to be saved. Uh, and this is now three years later and this is sarah now coming toward me right hugging me like i was really her real daddy wow man that would that brought tears to my eyes 
and it brings goosebumps to my arms just hearing that story every time. You know, there's a there's a sense of leadership, and why I often talked about the leadership is the strength and the confidence and the desire uh, to embody yourself in, in, in the forms of leadership. All right, and this is a this is a whole different world. All right, this is a whole different stretch. I mean, you, granted, you knew the area, you knew some of the area. Um, we landed in Port-au-Prince, and uh, and then where you settled, and uh, just it, it's just the area itself is just in need of help. Oh, absolutely. Again, as I stood there, surrounded by a number of kids, and out of curiosity, I asked them, how many of you are in school? Right. 47 kids. 47 out of maybe? Out of maybe 60-some kids. Wow. 47 either were not in school or had never been to school. So what happened? Steve, let me ask a question. What happened before 2010? Already, um, we, we've seen pictures. I've did a little research and study in the areas themselves before I got the opportunity to attend. And um, we noticed before 2010, before the earthquakes and everything else on this, the area was flourishing. There was a lot of growth. There was a lot of development out there. All right. We know devastation and, and certain events themselves can trash or, or devastate a place. But what was it before 2010 and after 2010? Yeah, I, I'm not sure the country was uh, flourishing, uh, Rich. To the point uh, of where well, it was, it's not it was it was a little better than sure exactly uh, before the earthquake, right? Uh, but still, we're talking about a country. Eighty uh, percent of its people don't know how to read. Hmm. Uh, a number of uh, young kids uh, have no jobs. Uh, when a number of adults, there's no jobs. Young kids cannot attend school. 95% of the schools are private schools. Hmm. So when you have no jobs, you have no money, Right. Yeah, do I feed my kid or do I send him to school? Right. That's a tough choice. So the level of adversity all right, that you're climbing into already um, really is going to test many areas of your life. It's going to test faith. It's going to test your obedience. It's going to test your trust. Absolutely. Um, it's going to test all those areas. Let's let's just kind of segue into that adversity a little bit, okay? You getting in, know you're up against life itself. Well, yeah, there's life. There's there's actually the Haitian government uh, to start with. Um, you know, this is uh, a country rigged with um, uh, leaders that are just uh, impoverishing the country even more. They're just pocketing the money and... And you imagine still uh, a country that's uh, the, uh, the government has, oh, the, the state, there's one university, one state university. Right. And kids that want to go to school can't really, uh, even if they apply, uh, 10,000 applying for 200 slots. So it's, it's, it's crazy out there. That's it is, without a doubt. You, it's, it's the poorest of the third world countries and beyond. Uh, what I experience and what I've seen is living conditions, poor living conditions, food, water, health, etc., life, ADLs, activities of daily living, are, are just not in bloom. Absolutely. Okay. And Absolutely. so, you know. It's misery uh, unseen, really unseen before. So it part, of, part of my personal um, difficulty <coughs> excuse me, is that. Uh, w watching the needs it's so great it, it brings me to tears it brings me uh, to nothingness to watch um, um, uh, young people 
just doing nothing. That's right, exactly. You know, it, it's funny because even though we, we started, we opened this, this portion itself, we started talking about the adversities and challenges and the choices and decisions. Steve, this is a big decision. This is a big decision itself to, um, you know, I understand you've got family in, in Florida. You've got family here in Georgia. You've got family. Uh, we've got a church family, without yes, a doubt, absolutely. 100% yes. through and through. And the support of those folks themselves are tremendous. Um, and there's support from other organizations and things of this nature. But this is, this is a tough decision. This is a tough decision from everything you've done from business-wise, developing leadership, to take on all of a sudden a new role, a new opportunity out there to helping and working and really understanding uh, the level of people absolutely. and hurt and pain that's out there. Yeah, absolutely. Even as a pastor, uh, I dealt with children ministry, but children ministry was never something that I did, uh, so to speak. But as I got to Haiti and watching those kids in needs, um, it really changed me. Sure. In fact, today we we, we have a, a, a few schools. Okay. We got a school in Quarebuque with uh, 200 kids. Jeez, that's excellent. Yeah. And uh, that's 200 kids, Steve. That's all off the streets. Absolutely. And, and they're putting it to use. And we've we've talked about. We're going to talk more about the change that you inflicted and the change that you brought to the Haiti and the Haiti, the people of Haiti, which is tremendous. And you're also doing this in the Dominican too, as well. Absolutely. Right, so yes. let me say, so one guy, okay, who has, um, I, I, and I thought I was busy, right? <laughs> <laughs> One guy who's got um, church affiliations and reach, hand-reach affiliations themselves in the Dominican, uh, Haiti, all right, here in the United States, okay, plus you're a businessman, right. okay, in the financial worlds or the accounting worlds, yes. okay, and so you have what we call rich heart tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I, I hope that's a good thing. I, so do I, you know, without a doubt. Right? But the thing is, how do you balance all this? Oh, I don't know. Just prayer, man. Prayer and the drive to to change at least a part of the world. Good, superb. Uh, is is what drives me. You know, it keeps me moving, keeps me going, keeps me praying. Um, That's cool because even in my motto, sales moving the world one person at a time. That's what we do. You know, without a doubt. Hey, today we're talking with Steve Saint, the senior pastor of. Uh, Haiti and Dominican out there. To reach Steve, um, you can reach him at uh, www.hosannahelpinghandatlantaatl.com. Let me read that back out to you. It's www.hosanna, helping, H-E-L-P-I-N-G, hand, H-A-N-D-A-T-L.com. You can also reach Steve at Steve Saintus. That's Steve, S-T-E-V-E-S-A-I-N-T-U-S, at gmail.com. And to reach Steve directly out there is 404 Eight four eight zero four eight nine. Yeah, uh, that's four eight four. I think you might four eight four. Did I say four eight four zero four eight nine? And we'll make sure we ready. Superb. Hey, Steve, let's get back. Let's talk about some of the change, the direction of your leadership. Uh, we know um, it, it takes time. It takes sure. um, persistence, uh, diligence, a lot of obedience out there. And today itself, we talk uh, a great deal about obedience and the obedience from above. Uh, but let's talk about your change. Uh, you've, you, you, you sounds like to me so your heart felt from the from the children, and that's really what brought you to Haiti, Correct. all right, without a doubt. Um, what are the things themselves currently right now that you're putting in place, all right, that you're doing right now to change the direction of life of the children in Haiti? Uh, well, we, we we have a school, like I said, uh, or oh, was saying, we have a school of uh, elementary school of two hundred kids. Two hundred. 
Um, Which I had, the, I had the distinct opportunity and pleasure to, to, to work see, with. To, yes. All right, without a doubt. Uh, they're, they're wonderful kids, man. Great. They're, they're kids, uh, uh, I am so blessed to have had the opportunity to, uh, to help uh, that community out. Right. These were 200 kids whom would not have gone to school because either uh, their parents couldn't pay them, right. uh, I mean, pay for uh, their education, or I don't know. But just 200 kids were we able, um, with the help of um, so many friends and partners, uh, you know, which we're still trying to reach out to some uh, partners uh, to help us even do more. So in Kwadebuke, we have a school for about 200 kids in uh, a place uh, called Mirbale, again, in Haiti. Okay. We have about another 50 uh, kids. Uh, but also, what's the age group, Steve? What are, what are we talking elementary age school uh, uh, from kindergarten right. to elementary, so from three to uh, about uh, 13, 14. Good deal, yeah. superb. And, and after 13, 14, what happens to the, the, the children from there? Well, from there, we are hoping to uh, grow with the school, moving from elementary to middle school and to high school, because it really makes no sense. To, uh, you teach the kid, okay, now you have an elementary education, okay, go find you a job. Yeah, well, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. So we are trying to uh, build uh, a school, a full-blown high school. Uh, and on top of that, we also have a, uh, a trade school. Good deal, superb. Uh, we have a trade school. Uh, it has about 50 uh, young men and women. Uh, again, they, many of them have difficulties going to a university. Uh, they can't afford it. Okay. Uh, there's no space for them. So we well, I'm are, sure. I'm sure Haiti has a university system somewhere. Uh, yes, they have one one state university. One state university. And the rest of it is private school. Wow. So what do you do when you have no funds, no money? Right. Exactly. You know, it's schools for the haves. All right. So now we're putting tech trades in. Yes. All right, so they can actually learn um, computer, tiling, good um, electricity, plumbing. I would imagine plumbing, absolutely uh, building and things of this nature. Yes. Good, superb. That's excellent. All right, and and what's the reception of the community? What's the reception of the people? I'm, oh, I'm sure it's huge. Oh, it's, it's got huge. to be because I mean, this is something from nothing. All right, to now really building and developing uh, a really confine or a structure out there that people see that there could be a light at the edge of the, you know, the tunnel Absolutely, somewhere. absolutely. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate we have to turn uh, uh, over people uh, who want to get engaged, be involved. Uh -huh. uh, again, we, we don't have the means to, uh, to open it up, but really, we have a community that really could benefit uh, from, from that trade school. Good. So we talk about this birth of a mission, <laughs> okay? Um, no de definitely no small undertaking. All right, without a doubt. Um, I, recently, after coming back from Haiti itself, we started developing some plans to do some additional things out there. Um, but we definitely need help. Definitely Absolutely. need help out Absolutely. there, Ernie, uh, in many different ways, many different areas, and, and many different fashions themselves. Um, what are some of the things themselves that we're in need of right now? Well, right now, we, we need uh, help with construction. Okay. We need to uh, be able, because we have kids... Uh, graduating from sixth grade, okay. uh, moving to middle school, uh, uh, but we have no, no space. Right. So we have to uh, build these classrooms for uh, the middle school, okay. um, which is one of our uh, great needs. Uh, electricity is an issue down there, because, uh, you, you know, it, again, this is school, you, computers, and, uh, a number of things, lab, 
um, but we, we <laughs> it's, it's, I'm laughing, but it, it, you're it, not. It, 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 I, it I can really see it. It's not funny. You got to see all the bubbles that are going over <laughs> your head. All right, from uh, all listen, the, the things themselves. That we are put lucky in place. if we get electricity for three hours. Right. Uh, can you imagine that? Right. Having electricity for two, uh, three hours a day, and most of the time it's it's at night. You know, so um, but we really uh, trying to find uh, different avenues to uh, give uh, the best education we can. Sure. And at Asiba, you you talked a little bit about the the birth of the Hosanna Christian Academy, all right, and how this really got formulated. I mean, and and the next steps themselves for the Christian Academy. What what do you see going forward on that? Well, uh, my 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 craziest. Vision, and my that's what big, we want. That's where we vision. live. We live in crazy. My big vision is that I can take a kid from kindergarten through our university. Right. Call me crazy. No, that's not crazy. But, but that's 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 my dream. That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see we take a kid from point A in their infancy to adulthood, where they have either a trade. Uh, that they can go out to work, or a degree that put them back in the uh, in the workplace. Good. So that's the vision. That's my goal. Well, Steve, even from the children, okay, which is a great start. We have to start from from the lowest, the, the lower of the seeds, all right, without a doubt. The smaller of the seeds. I'll say not lower, smaller of the seeds. All right. What about the surrounding the parents, or right, the the uh, individuals, the the elders, and things of this nature? All right. Well, how, that too. How, how's the mission out there working and, and really we, help those we, folks? We provide. Uh, um, we work with the parents as well. Okay. Uh, we teach them um, a number of, of of things that they, they can do. In fact, uh, one of the projects we, we are having, and hopefully we can build this into a factory. Um, they're using um, trash, um, plastic, yeah. uh, uh, bottles uh, to make jewelry. <laughs> so they're making jewelry with, plastic, with garbage, actually. Explain, explain this a little more in detail, because I think our listeners themselves, since they, if they didn't have the opportunity to experience it, and this was, this was something that was birthed here in the United States, was birthing, I believe not in Kennesaw. Yes, <laughs> okay. absolutely, yes. Alrighty, and if I'm not mistaken, it was Amy? Or was it? Yes. It was yes, Amy, right? Yes. And Amy had this, 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 Amy, this kind of mission. Tanya. And Tanya and everyone yeah. else. They had this mission out there uh, to try to do something, okay, yes. and really engage. Explain a little more to the listeners exactly what was done here, all right? And that's, I mean, just think about the engagement that we're taking people on, the next steps. That is huge. Explain Absolutely, that. man. You should, you should see the faces of, <laughs> of these adults uh, 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 when they are able to uh, use those plastic bags or just... Explain the plastic bags, though. What plastic bags, plastic bags, because in Haiti, you can't drink the water. Right. And then, so in the streets, they sell uh, bags of water right. or bottles of water. And where do those bags and bottles of water come from? Um, the states. Probably uh, not most clean environments. Well, no. Okay. No. Well, you, you have, uh, uh, I don't want to name the name, but there, there are companies down there that actually uh, uh, mix those waters. But... Uh, what do you do with those bottles? That's right. Or what do you do with the plastic bags? There's no trucks picking up the ga- garbages in Haiti. Right. So they're all left in the street, and when it rains, it you know it's actually killing our ocean. Right. Exactly. So to to be able to tap into that, uh, use that. Hopefully, this is something the Haitian government could 
tap on doing it. <laughs> you never know. If they would want to. It's a program yeah. called Creative Arts. All right? Absolutely. <laughs> and they're making really nice jewelries. Exactly. So what we do is we, we turn around and we take the bags, all right? And yes. we, we kind of form and melt down the bags. Melt them down. All right, to make them the jewelry. Yes. All right. And then jewelry itself. And basically what's happening is that we're bringing back, okay, uh, here in the States and we're selling that. And we then sell, the yes. money is themselves going back. We're, it, we're, it, the money helps uh, those families. Right. Um, the money pays for their uh, uh, the rent. Sure. Uh, and that's 100%. 100%. Totally 100%. 100% going back. Yeah. You know, I, I know Debbie, she's listening today too as well, and we, she's at the office themselves, but she was actually involved in the last time. We got her down to Haiti too yeah. as well, and she was actually making uh, jewelry and bracelets themselves out of um, paper. Yes, All right? yes. Just to see uh, the look and the smiles and the accomplishments on these people's faces themselves and the, the, the individuals themselves that partaked in the programs that we did in there, unbelievable. Absolutely. It, it also gives them a sense of worth. You're not just saying here. That's right. You know, go take care of yourself. They're actually working for it, which is, you know, it brings self-esteem, builds self-esteem, builds uh, respect, it, you know. And that's the whole idea itself, what you're trying to instill out there from bringing in trade. Absolutely. And bringing different types of jobs and, and, and engaging the folks themselves in being, or maybe have a sense of pride. Absolutely. Right? An accomplishment of making, developing from, from seat to table. Or let's just say seat to pocket. <laughs> okay? There you go. Doubt, there you go. Which is not that bad. Okay. <laughs> Steve, I know it takes a lot of support from a lot of partners and a lot of individuals themselves. Uh, right now, currently right now, with the support from North Star, with the support itself that we're doing in um, and other areas, inside, outside support. All right, what additional sport vehicles themselves can we utilize? Can we we start tapping into? What do you think? Um, well, um, again, as I mentioned just a while ago, we're still looking for um, people that uh, uh, that this story here uh, touches their heart um, to uh, either uh, come and see what's happening. Uh, you know, we love your checks too. Um, it, it, it will help uh, the cause, uh, but you know, we still challenge people to come. Um, we, we're looking in, in uh, construction that's costly. Uh, we're looking to build uh, a lab, a computer lab, uh, uh, a number of things here which we want to do, but really we, we want to reach out to um, people who are listening to this program. Um, uh, who uh, have a heart to help uh, those in need? Uh, we're looking for these people. We're looking for you. Good, superb. Hey, how about the um, there was a program out there uh, of uh, sponsoring a child? All right, and, and tell us a little bit about some of that that's going on right now. Uh, sponsorship is how we are able to uh, provide free education to these kids, um, uniforms, books, uh, including uh, two meals a day, and too many of these kids. Right. That's it. That's all they get. Two meals uh, for the day, and, and we provide that. Sponsorship helps us do that. Uh, $600 uh, for the year right. uh, for one child. Um, Which is, doesn't seem a lot. It, 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 it's not a lot. Maybe reducing the size of your Starbucks. Absolutely, you know, yeah. Or putting aside a little bit. Absolutely. It's about 50 bucks uh, a month, which is about $1.25. Yeah, something like that. Dollar yeah. twenty-five a day. When you really start cutting the numbers down, you know. And uh, Steve, how can people help? I mean, where can they? We can direct to. Can we? Can we go through Hosanna Helping Hand, Lena? Yes, Hosanna Helping Hand dot com. Uh, 
Okay. And that's ATL. Go to website. ATL. ATL. Yeah, so yeah, forget that. Yeah. So Hosanna Helping Hand. Helping Hand ATL. ATL.com. Good. And you can go on there and uh, click on donate. Okay. Uh, and with, yeah, you can help us that way. Steve, I didn't know what I didn't know until I got to the area and the region and realized what I was missing out. Already, um, I, I looked through your eyes and the heart of the people that were working with you and um, the individuals themselves that um, really were giving everything that they've got. And I look yeah. into your eyes and I see compassion. I see ministry. I see so much in regards to helping and doing something that probably few and far people would probably discount. Absolutely. Um, I guess my vintage point is that I see myself in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it were not for God's grace, I probably would have been uh, one of the people who, who still trying, you know, fighting with nothing to eat. With, you know, um, it, it gets to me. It grabs sure me. Does. And it grabbed yeah. me too as well. And then we're doing everything from uh, the Richard Global side and things this nation, and we're working with rooms. And I appreciate I appreciate your service, your help. Without a doubt. Uh, really. Uh, thank you so much for without a doubt uh, we have we just, we're just that close from being that far away I say you know? <laughs> and so when we start looking at that uh, folks if you really um, were touched and pulled about the program itself um, Steve real honest down to earth and and really um, a special calling by God without I doubt. appreciate Super. you again right. people can uh, reach us uh, our email to Steve Saintus at Gmail. Let's spell that out. S T E S T E V E S A I N T U S. It's the word sent and U S. Steve Saintus. I'm a sent. <laughs> you know, that was my closing. Uh, that I'm was a, my closing. You can't beat I stole that, that man. How does a guy, when I first met you, Steve, how does, how does a guy uh, doing what you do, okay? And I asked you, people ask me all the time, Rich Hart, is that your stage name? No, that's my real name. What are you talking about? All right. How does a guy do what you do and have a name like Saintus? Okay. This is what tells this is what tells me that this was preordained. Okay. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without I a was doubt. born to do this. So you can also reach out to Steve at 404 484 0489. Steve, I want to thank you very much for coming to the show today. Without a doubt, it's been my distinct honor and pleasure to have you with us. Uh, honor is mine. Uh, any last Absolutely. comments themselves for the folks out there? Right, um, any last comments of what you're doing out there? Uh, just that, you know, um, those of you listening to this program, uh, I assure you, uh, if you uh, read the news about Haiti, you probably know much uh, uh, of what we're talking about here and the needs uh, over Haiti. Uh, if somehow um, you want to help us, uh, really, uh, our arms are open and our heart is uh, even more uh, to receive you, receive your help. Uh, so if nothing else, please pray for Haiti. Yeah, without a doubt. For the kids of without Haiti. Without a doubt. And Dominican too as well. And Dominican we, we Republic as well. We haven't really got the opportunity to talk about Dominican, but we're in the same need there too as well. Same, same need there. In fact, it's, it's crazy down there what's happening to those Haitian uh, kids. In Dominican Republic, those without papers, man, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, Steve, thank you very much for joining us today. All right, and that's uh, that's a wrap for today. So, thank you very much, folks. Hey, we're looking forward to seeing you real real soon, or hearing you, or actually talking to you real soon. Thank you for joining Rich Hart and Rich Hart Show, and we'll uh, we'll see you real soon. Take care. Mm-hmm.
Thank you again for joining us and our guests on The Rich Heart Show. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of The Rich Heart Show, brought to you in part by Rich Heart Global Incorporated and the EvaluCore Institute. For more information and to connect with the show host and sponsors, visit richheart.com or email us at rich at richheart.com.